0: We're meant to be love. We're meant to be high vibe, but we get caught up in our, the stories in our head.
1: Hi, welcome to Highest Vibes podcast with Courtney and Darcy. My name is Darcy Bayer with Sacred Connection Healing. I help people heal their issues from sadness and depression to anxiety and overwhelm, and help them feel more ease and love in this world. This is my dear friend, Courtney Goldstein, whom I love and adore, and I'm so appreciative that we get to do this podcast and this journey together.
0: Hi, Darcy. How are you? Nice to see you. I right, get to see you. But um, hi, I'm Courtney. And what I do is I help people see their beautiful life from a different perspective. They get to put on new glasses and kind of see their life for how beautiful it already is and even make it more beautiful.
1: Yes. And I can attest that you do that so very well. And very lovingly. So, how was your Valentine's Day?
0: My daughter had her friends from New York here, which was really lovely, and I felt so fortunate. My daughter's a senior. I have three girls, and my middle girl was had her friends here, and so we went to Miami. And we, my husband and I, rented bikes and we biked around Miami. That's <laughs> super sweet. And we're not very romantic, so it was very romantic. I don't. I'm not a big. I. I think we should celebrate each other every day. I don't really like the holidays that make us feel like we're missing something or, or...
1: Yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on that one day. <laughs> I mean, we, it's kind of like the rolling blackouts. <laughs> maybe we could spread it out. Maybe we could yeah. spread it out throughout the rest of the year too. Not have like a Valentine's blackout 364 days of the year, but that one day, have all the love you want. If we're feeling vulnerability or feeling like maybe chaos going on in the relationship, we send them a beautiful, sacred, energetically, a, a beautiful white rose or two or three or five or 10 million. A lot, right? <laughs> a white rose. And so that symbolizes sincerity and it symbolizes kindness and peace and sort of a just a surrender. And that the intention is, I love you and I don't want to steal your energy and take advantage of you. And the white rose says, it's going to shield me from being taken advantage of too. And so when we do that, kind of the energy shifts and the relationship might change and to be something a little bit more loving and kind, which is always super appreciated, right? Um, but when we were I, you and I were talking about this the other day and you were like, yes, I have this vision of a truckload of white roses, <laughs> like literally like one ton of white roses being just on our families and everyone we love and then tell me about share with me about the red because then you brought in red the vision of the red roses too oh well i don't really think about it through roses but
0: it was funny because in that moment i did see the red rose right because it's the story of red so i never knew this so in the jewish religion um in the kabbalah you wear the red bracelet on your wrist and it protects you so you put it on the left hand side of your wrist And then it protects you from any negative energy, like the evil eye. So if someone were to like give you an evil eye or something, it would just, it would reflect back on them. So it's just like a mirror reflects back on them. And then in the Buddhist religion, the red bracelet reminds you to be kind. So that's, I thought that was super interesting. So the same bracelet means totally two different things. One is to protect you from the negative eye. And then in the Buddhist religion, it's to remind you to be kind. But, and then what I, another thing was, my friend who's Italian told me that Italians, when they first buy their car, they wrap a red ribbon around the steering wheel and it helps protect the car. And so you were saying how white roses are like this energy shield. And I was saying it's interesting because red does something similar. It, it helps block. And I do something similar. I, I know whenever I'm with you, I hear think of the roses, but I forget the roses. And I try to imagine, I almost imagine a ring around me kind of to protect my energy. So it's kind of how I do it, similar to, but yeah, I think that day when we were chatting on the phone, I remember what we were talking about. It was a heavy kind of conversation. And I I just saw these beautiful white roses and they were falling all over the place. It was such a beautiful, and I buy white roses now a lot actually in my house. And you know what? The white roses are, they're the roses of angels. And so I feel like anytime I have white roses in the house, there's just better energy. Anything I could have in my house that creates more beautiful energy I'm in. You use the white roses as a tool and I forget that. And so I have to remember that because it's such a, it works. Sometimes when you just, when you're going to meet someone and you're a little uncomfortable and, and just to imagine a white rose in between you and just almost like an offering of
1: love. It's such a beautiful, beautiful, thoughtful, kind gesture. I take it as a sacred symbol of peace and kindness and love. And so, and so it is. (laughs) I think also a lot of people are on Zoom calls these days with their work or with, I'm in, I'm in acupuncture school or traditional Chinese medicine, uh, getting a master's in that. And so we're on Zoom a lot with a lot of people beautiful place to be, but it's also a beautiful place to use the white rose if you so wish, if you feel some kind of disharmony. And I'm not saying this happens all the time, but sometimes it can happen. And it's okay to just say, I love you and just center us into this nice spirit of ease. It, send, it sends a nice energy of ease versus versatility. Does that make sense? Yeah, you get it.
0: So I was on a call and a Zoom call with a group of people and
1: I could swear someone
0: was sending me negative energy. And I was like, oh my God. Well, oh, I could feel it through the screen. Do you ever feel that? Like someone's like wishing you bad. I'm like, is it I, I'm baby? i going crazy, but whatever. And I had learned this. Did you ever hear of the mirror effect? You just put a mirror. So, so what you say with the right rose, but mine's a little meaner because the white rose is being loving and kind, sending love out. Even the other person's not sending you love. But no, I put the mirror up. And so that if someone was sending me negative feelings, it would reflect back on them. So I literally imagined a mirror in front of me. And so it would be like, if that person was sending me bad
1: stuff, it would just go back to them.
0: It's not so sweet as your beautiful rose, but honestly it actually changed the whole situation. And then I sent love out. I had to reflect it a little bit back. Cause I was like, oh, I think it worked because then I, it went away. And then I did send love after I protected myself a little bit more. Is that not so sweet? but it does work everybody. So, you know, imagine you're a mirror towards the person and then that person, and then whatever they're sending you out. So if they were sending you love, they would just get love back. If they're sending you not such good stuff,
1: they'll feel a little uncomfortable. I think there's something about protecting our energy and just feeling that, you know, cause sometimes we can feel overwhelmed and, and not know what to do of our essence and our, and our, our right here, right now moment. Uh-huh.
0: No, but I wish everybody. So that's the thing, right? Like we could say, Most people are inherently good and people do, but people aren't innately jealous of each other and we have judgments and we have stuff with people. And so we do really have to protect our energy and, and, and also notice when we're not wishing people well, there might be thoughts that show up that aren't as loving as we want. And that's kind of what I work on and practice daily, like how I can be the, my most loving highest self. Um, It's easy when I'm doing my work, but it's not always easy in my daily life to show up that way.
1: Yeah. I feel like we all have these ebbs and flows. And I think that's the nice intention of what we do in life is just trying to feel through a higher vibe. If you're going through an ebb or feeling a little heaviness in my heart dip or whatever it is, however it shows up, vulgarity or whatever, how do we uproot that dip and get into something a little bit more heavenly and Kind enjoyment. Okay. Love is the highest so, vibe.
0: So I mean, so. there's nothing better than that. When we find
1: ourselves not in that vibe. Like I've studied
0: transformation and for 25 years I've been doing work, trying to get over myself pretty much. And I have to say the vibrational energy thing, I'm just over just it's only been the last few years that I really understand it. And it's such a simple way to see where you're at. So when you're worried or fearful or anxious, that's a lower vibrational energy. And all you have to do is do things to become love again and to remember. We're meant to be love. We're meant to be high vibe. But we get caught up in our the stories in our head. Right? We wanted to teach people how to be their highest vibes. And really, the easiest way is... By remembering that we're innately loved and that we're meant to love each other always and forgive each other, accept each other and see the oneness of ourselves. Like we're all in this together kind of thing, but we are. We just we're missing that we're forgetting that
1: now. I deal this way. This is how I deal sometimes okay. in those moments. I don't think you're gonna you're not gonna be surprised here. But so if I get in a, a wishy washy loop that's feeling not whole, kind, or sacred, you know, I don't know why. I just picture myself in that darn kitchen. You know, I have a kitchen. We all have kitchen. We have kitchens. <laughs> so it's all, <laughs> like I'm in the middle of cooking or whatever. I get myself in this wishy washy loop of just not feeling good. I get this like God wink to just, you know what? Stop it. And instead go right to go right to the mantra. And so I do mantra work and the mantra is, I am love. So I start, oh, thank you God for helping me get out of this ish, ick, and go right to I am love, right? So the mantra is just starts. So we just start, I am love, 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 I am love. And it continues, right? I am love, I am love, I am love. And incrementally, I am love, I am love, I am love. It just starts to raise the moment. I am love, I am love. I can't sing, sorry, but I'm going to sing anyway. I am love, I am love, I am love, I am love. And it starts to raise even higher in the moment and the cooking becomes fun. I am love, I am love, I am love. Oh, I get a download of a good song to put on, on the Sonos, whatever. I am love, I am love, I love. Oh, ooh, ooh. And then I'll get like an inspiration to call someone. I am love, I am love, I am love. And it just continues. And then, oh, that feels good. Oh, that feels better. Oh, that feels really good. I am love, I am love, I am love. And I'm out of that ick crisis and it turns real quick, like really quickly. It's really nice. I love your, I am love mantra.
0: It's very, so soothing and peaceful. And I actually think you have a beautiful voice. I turn on music a lot. If I'm, and I dance, I think it's like cut it out for me. If I'm disturbed about something, what I'll do is I'll literally sit wherever I am. I I fold my legs over. I put my hands up like in a meditation stance. And then I imagine this beautiful light rod going through my head. And I imagine it going into my throat third eye and then into my throat chakra into my heart and then into my second chakra my third first chakra and then i imagine that light rod going into the ground and i actually imagine it coming back up into the sky and then i imagine this light rod almost coming out of me into like a beautiful big sunshine and then all of a sudden I am the light that I'm meant to be. And it just is filled with, and sometimes what I'll do is I can imagine like different colors. A lot of time I'll imagine like red or hearts or beautiful pink, just showing up and, and just imagine that I'm not really my thoughts. And so I just, it it kind of puts it back in. And so I've been working really hard on that lately as not allowing my subconscious thoughts, not listening to them or believing them. And trying to stay totally aware. And so when I do that, when I sit on the ground and I bring the light through, it brings me back to where I am and in my own awareness. And it's really helpful. It really just cuts the negative talk in my head or whatever's going through my head out. I love though that you
1: just take a pause and reflect, I get something's off here and I'm going to stop it by my intention of getting more grounded and connected to my divine self. I mean, I feel like that's what you're doing. I'm getting connected to my most divine self. And that cuts through yeah. the chase and the minutiae real quick.
0: I was just reading something. Do you know that, that we could be addicted to our drama or stress? It could be literally like an addiction. I never, to think about it like that. Like we know we could be addicted to wine and alcohol. Can you be addicted to the drama that goes on in your life or the the nonsense? And I'm reading it about it and I'll let you know what I find out. <laughs> It's an interesting. I try to read a lot of different things. I'm always reading like five or six books at one time, and I thought that was so interesting because I do believe some of the stuff that shows up is a lot of habit, and so we have to to start to be aware and conscious of it. And
1: yeah. so much comes up for me when you share sure about that because I think about well, one the intention of no judgment of whatever's coming up, and that's sometimes hard because you think, well, I'm judging because maybe I'm making myself more secure because my judge is. Keeping me safe.
0: That's all these subconscious thoughts are is really the trying to, it's your own ego trying to keep you safe.
1: No judgment. But then I was thinking, when I was thinking about, you say it's not alcohol, it's not drugs, a kind of a need, a need of not letting go of perhaps drama or perhaps maybe it's worry, right? So, worry. and thinking about, well, does the worry. I have for my mom, or does the worry I have for my brother, or does the worry I have for my son or my daughter, is the worry serving my highest good and the highest good of all? And is that what love is? Is love worrying too? And I would probably say no. I would say probably not. No judgment, but no. I have beautiful friends in my life. I love them so much, but they worry a lot. No judgment. Sometimes I wonder... Well, maybe, there were, maybe the worry is getting them, getting, getting them to a solution. If I worry, am I in that same divine space Courtney's in when she's doing her beautiful meditation and she feels so in sync? If I worry, am I in the, I am love, I am love, I am love zone? No, the interesting thing is when we do those, like the worry goes away. Yeah, so I don't think of my thing
0: as a meditation, I want to say, because I just think of myself as getting on my freaking tushy and putting the light in. Because then for some reason, the meditation, sometimes I could get caught up in that it's work. And I know meditation isn't work, but sometimes I get caught up in that kind of scenario. So I try not to think of it in that wording. I just think I'm going to save myself right now. If you were to close your eyes and think about anything that you have worried about in the past, did it really help you that you were worried (laughs) It doesn't help us. It like actually
1: hinders us, I think. So what's the solvent? But I'm worried because something's going on. I don't like it. I fear. So what's, I guess the solvent is to ease through it, but also to say, I'm letting it go. Let's talk about COVID really quickly. We could say that so many people are worried about getting
0: COVID, right? And so that's like a lower vibration. Worry is a lower vibration. So we could attract something like COVID in some ways, right? Because viruses are vibrational energy as well. Not saying... That's why we attract it. So, but there's really no point to worry about the COVID. It would be, let me take action to make sure that I'm safe. So whatever action that you believe, right? Because everyone has a very different belief of how to keep themselves safe through COVID with no judgment of how everyone does it. The, the worry is not helping you. Rather, it's, it's make, it could make you more susceptible to getting COVID because your stressors are on, but doing something where taking action to make sure. So washing your hands a lot, wearing a mask, not going into big groups, right? You see you changing your worry from from worry to action. Well, if I, I took these precautions and these actions, there's no point to worry. It's a waste of your time about anything. You know, uh, my daughter's going through the college process. I I can worry a lot about it. And it just doesn't help us. The worry just hinders us and doesn't bring our high vibes. So I think if you could just change your perspective of it and realize that it never helps us, the worry. And so if how do we just see what action we could take to change the worry?
1: What do I worry about? I worry about where my life is going. Oh, I'm 42. Where's my life going? I've had some good shifts, but it's like, where <laughs> the heck is it going? Anyway, <laughs> I find that constitutionally, it feels more aligned to say, so instead of feeling, I'm so worried about COVID, you know perhaps another solvent could be, I am so thankful for all of my wellness. I'm thankful for the wellness of my family. And I'm thankful for the wellness of my cells in my body and my mind. And I'm thankful for my lungs. I'm thankful for my heart and it's beating love. And I'm thankful for my spleen, my energy. I'm thankful for the wellness. I'm thankful for my constitution I'm thankful for my amazing immune system. I'm thankful for all the nourishment that we have going into our bodies to help us stay so loving and well. I'm thankful for well-off hot teas that make me feel more aligned. I'm thankful for good friends in my life. I'm thankful for my family. And I'm thankful for our health. And I just thank for that amazing health we all have. There's really no fear in no judgment in the thanks, right? And that appreciation of the wellness. And I have a feeling that when we feel that love of the wellness, more vibrational essence will embark upon our journey to help continue that. And so we'll then attract more of that energy field than chronic worry and incessant grief and perhaps illness thereafter, right? So I appreciate you, my dear friend. I appreciate all the beautiful listeners who are so amazing, have a beautiful light within them, and a beautiful rays of vibration to this earth, in this world. And we love you all so much.
0: Appreciation is um, similar to love. It's a beautiful vibe and it will keep you at your highest vibration. So appreciating... Whatever you can find, as small as it is, that's a great tool to be your highest five self. So thank you for all that full appreciation. It's a great way to to live our lives.
1: I love you, my dear friend. I am so appreciative. What a beautiful day. I love you Sending everyone
0: love. Bye.